Hey everybody, welcome to the Redneck Lawn Chair. I'm your host, John, and normally I would roll up the windows so you don't hear the traffic noise, but it's hot as balls out here, and I'm leaving the windows down. I don't want to be like one of those dogs that are, you know, in a car with the windows up, and you know, next thing you know, I lose consciousness and die. So, sorry for the road noise. But anyhow, let me get to the topic of the day. Twitter. I've been screaming for more characters for years now. Years. You can't put a concise thought together at Twitter with 140 characters. you got to shorten everything up. And then what happens, you go to make a sentence or you go to do something. You want to add it where it sounds halfway decent. And what happens? You run out of characters. So what are you doing? You're running around. Oh, can I turn any ands, A-N-Ds, into an ampersand? Or not an ampersand, whatever that thing is, the and symbol. And I'm not one that does, you know, A-R-E for R and two for two. I don't, the number two, I don't do that. I think that's childish. I'm a grown-ass man. So now they're coming out with 280 characters. Okay, I like that. But what they're doing is they're rolling it out in dribs and drabs. So the people that do get 300 characters, what do they do? They go right out on their timeline, and they start rubbing it in the rest of our faces. Oh, look, they make this big, long thing, and they go, oh, look, I still have 30-something characters left. Oh, I just want to stick my finger in somebody's eye. Why can't we just roll it out for everybody? What's the big damn deal? And then you hear other people say, ah, ah, there are 280 characters. Because uh, ah, there's going to be too much to read. Please. Really? It's like a double tweet. Most of the people tweet that and they just roll into another tweet into another tweet. I mean, you're so busy you can't read an extra 140 characters. Oh, it's going to make my timeline so much longer. God. I swear, you know, again, Twitter, social media, it's supposed to help us, you know, it's supposed to make us social. All it does is, like, piss us off. In the morning, the President of the United States gets on the toilet and starts tweeting out a bunch of nonsense. And that fires up the whole country, one way or the other, for the whole day. I'll tell you what, if they give him another 140 characters, or 280 in total... Like, he's not ruining the country enough with 140. Like, he's not almost starting nuclear wars with 140. You give him 280, we might as well kiss our asses goodbye. So, that's my thing. I want my other 140 characters. I put money into Twitter. I bought your stupid ads. Of course, I'm not verified. But what the hell? Can't I just have, like, the other 140? I don't ask for much. Just give me my characters. All right, rant number two. This whole kneeling down and standing up and all this nonsense with football and the national anthem. Oh, my God. All I want to do is sit down on Sunday, eat some chicken wings, drink an adult beverage of my choice, and watch guys get concussed. Is that too much to ask? All right, now we got to bring everything into the social. Oh, we got to make sure that everybody knows that we're protesting. We're protesting that. I, I get it, all right? They're the police department, there's police brutality that should be stopped, all right? But kneeling down for the damn national anthem ain't going to do a hill of beans, all right? All you're doing is pissing off the people that might actually be on your side. I, some people that are would be for your cause are now upset because you're kneeling for the national anthem. 
It's like, oh, you're you're pissing on the national anthem, you're pissing on the flag, you're pissing on the soldiers that fought for your freedom. The reason that you pampered knucklehead NFL players that get millions of dollars to play a game, you should be kissing people's asses. All right, now you're kneeling and you're causing a bunch of uproar. All right, so I'll be honest with you, I'm over it. I don't care. Kneel, stand, do downward face a dog. I don't really care. Do whatever you want. Don't come out for the anthem. One guy comes out for the anthem. One guy who, who did three tours of duty in, uh, in in Afghanistan or Iraq, either or I forget what it was, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he came out and stood by himself with his hand over his heart for the national anthem. And the rest of the team sat inside. And he had to come out and apologize because he didn't stand with the rest of the team. I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. The older we get, the more we are acting like children because what happens is this whole childlike mentality that we fostered and grown up since the early 80s is now coming home to roost. The people, the snowflakes, the offended, all these not all these morons are now coming in and making a big giant thing over nothing. Nothing. Okay? Whether you kneel, sit, stand, do a cartwheel. It doesn't matter. All right? It, do, it doesn't matter about it. it. None of that matters. It, it doesn't. Okay? Uh, we're not even talking about the issue. You've completely glazed over the issue while you're standing, while you're protesting. Nobody knows. Now, you got Congress people kneeling in Congress. They get up to the podium and they kneel for freedom. They kneel against racism. They kneel against... Oh, my God. I just want to watch football. So, uh, I hope it stops. And thanks, Colin Kaepernick. Thanks for all this nonsense, okay? You stupid third-string nonsense quarterback. God, I hope he never plays another down in the NFL. Nobody hires him. Not because of what he's against and what he's for and all that. It's because of all the shit he stirred up. It's not because he's black either. I could care less. He's not even... He's, he's half black. All right? Go to the Canadian Football League. Leave us alone. Go Eagles. Okay, one last thing, because I didn't get this out, is this whole thing with Trump. Now, I just yelled at Colin Kaepernick for starting this, and I'm going to yell at Trump for keeping it going. Because, you know, Trump, we uh, the, the Cheeto-faced uh, comb-over... Needs to have his ego constantly stripped. Constantly. He's got to go out and have people cheer for him. He can't stand any kind of negative prints. He doesn't like anybody talking bad about him. All right, so he goes down to Alabama. He's at a rally. And he wants to fire up the baseball. So what's he going to do? Because he's a carnival barker. He's a snake wheel salesman. That's how he got elected, to be quite honest with you. Tell people what they want to hear, whether you can do it or not. So the one thing he knows, he's down there in Alabama where it's just a bunch of pickup driving uh, fried chicken eating, skull chewing, gun toting, Bible thumping, country western music people. All right, that's all down there. So, what can I do? What can I do to fire everybody up? I know. I'll talk about the NFL and how they are kneeling and disrespecting the flag. So, he does that. Not only does he do that, which is fine. I mean, it's his opinion. He, does, he thinks if you kneel or don't stand for the national anthem, it's disrespectful. Okay, there you go. You're allowed to do that. That's fine. What he does next, that's the problem. 
He says, you know what, if you, I was the owner and I would tell those players that if you don't stand at attention for the National Anthem, you're fired! All right, the, the, the guy from The Apprentice, he comes back with another, you're fired. So now, what happens? It wasn't bad enough that we had, you know, th this was almost over. Now he fired up. Now more people, they're locking arms. Everybody's involved. You can't tell us what to do, President. You can't tell us what to do, President Cheeto. We'll do what we want to do. So now it's back to that again. So it was almost over because he wanted to cheer, because he wanted his ego strip, because he wanted his, you know, redneck-based fan base to cheer for him. He does this, and he starts a whole shitstorm over the country over this nonsense. God, I can't wait. I, I'll tell you what. If he gets elected in uh, whatever year it will be, 20, what is it? It was 2016. So it'll be 2020. If he gets elected in 2020, it'll be a miracle. Because I guarantee you what, the Democrats will not do this again. Every Democrat that's registered to vote, whether they're alive or not, whether incarcerated or not, whether they're allowed to vote or not, will be out in force to vote for whatever person. You could put up a scarecrow. All right, You could put up anybody, anybody against Trump, and I think they'll beat him, to be quite honest with you. I mean, because he's only got so much space, and I, I think he's losing more. Even even the moderates are like, you know what, I've had enough of you. Uh, your embarrassment to the country, if we're still here in 2020, who knows? You know, he keeps, you know, pissing off uh, the guy with the hydrogen bomb over there in North Korea, and uh, this all could be for naught. Because as soon as one of those things goes off, goodbye. All right, nice knowing you. Goodbye, cruel world. So thanks, Donnie Trump. I knew he was trouble the day that he announced his candidacy. I said, if you don't stop this guy, he'll end up being our president. And everybody left. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I said it on a podcast. I said, you better stop this guy now because if he gets any kind of momentum, you know, he'll end up being president. And then what happens? He wins the Republican primary, and now he's the Republican candidate, and he's got to run against Hillary Clinton. The only person in the entire world that could lose to Donald Trump was Hillary Clinton. And now we got President Trump. And uh, I can't sit down and eat my chicken wings and drink my Jack and Coke in peace. Because i got to hear about who did what, which team stood, which team kneeled, which team locked arms. All that before they even kick off the ball. All right, everybody. Oh, and I just kind of alluded last time to the Go Eagles. My Philadelphia Eagles were tied with uh, one second to go. And this rookie kicker came out and belted. A 61-yard field goal. I mean, when his foot hit that ball, it sounded like a gunshot. And that ball went through those uprights. And I'll tell you what, I've been on a high all week. All right, everybody. This is the Redneck Lawn Chair Podcast. My name is John, and I'll talk to you next time.